This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the Tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. Welcome in. It is episode number 20 of the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. Jim Rosenhaus along with you. Thanks so much for downloading and tuning in. We recap Saturday's action for the Tribe as they took on the White Sox over in Glendale. And another loss for the Tribe as they've had a tough time this week in the one-loss column. But obviously in spring training, you look at some of the individual performances as Chicago won it on Saturday by a score of 6-2. to two. Cal Quantrill had a, a tough time, two and two-thirds innings. Allowed six runs on six hits, a pair of walks, and three strikeouts. We'll hear from him shortly on uh, what he thinks of how things have been going so far this spring. We will also hear from Trevor Steffen, a Rule 5 selection from the Yankees organization who must stay with the club or be offered back to New York. So he's done everything he can to try and stay with this ball club in the major leagues for the first time, and we'll hear from him as well along with manager Terry Francona. So a lot to get to on uh, today's podcast. And we begin with uh, Quantrill, who had a tough time in his uh, two and two-thirds innings of work. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously not quite what we're looking for, but I think the two-seamer's on the right track, and we'll just get that lane figured out and be better next time. You know, two quick outs in the first inning, and... What got away from you there at the rest of the inning? Yeah, no, no, you're right. You got to put your foot foot on the uh, on the pedal, put your foot on their neck when you uh, when you get those two quick outs. Uh, I think I, I let them back in it, and then a couple bad pitches, and, and that's the difference there. But um, yeah, I don't think any difference. I just think that uh, you got to attack guys like that. Abreu's a good hitter; can't fall behind. Force throw pitches you don't want to throw. So I think it really all stems back to just commanding the baseball, throwing it where I want, and making sure that I'm dictating the counts. Tito said earlier today that you might have had maybe some up and downs throughout spring, but overall it's a good sign how healthy you are and that he's seen the ball come out of your hand really well. Is that is that sort of how you're viewing it uh, the same way too as you're trying to get through spring training? Yeah, you know, um, it's it's never it's never okay to, to not get uh, – to not win. It's not <laughs> – it's never okay not to execute enough. Um, I think right now I'm not executing enough. In terms of my health, though, the arm feels right. Um, I feel like the stamina is there, uh, the ability to pitch more than one inning is there. It really just comes down to execution. Um, if I continue to put myself in bad spots, you know, it's going to be it's going to be tough to succeed. So, um, yeah, the arm feels fine. Uh, there's nothing nothing going on. Just uh, yeah, I just need to improve. Cal, in, in a different vein. When, when you look at this group of starters and pitchers, you know, you're all kind of same age, same, you know, similar service time. Where do you see this rotation maybe in two or three years? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of talented players here. Uh, I'm certainly not, not a scout, but I mean, I got a lot of faith in the guys here. I think they're all, you know, capable of, um, fantastic careers. So, you know, hopefully we can grow together and, and continue to, uh, to try and uh, dominate the AL Central. And, you know, uh, it's nice able to uh, pick the brains of some guys who have, you know, similar points in their careers. So, yeah, no, I think I got nothing but confidence for, for the staff. That's Cal Quantrill still trying to find it 
in terms of his performance on the mound. But uh, as we'll hear from Terry Francona, or did hear from Terry Francona in the morning, he has no concerns about Quantrill, feels that uh, he will find it and uh, be a real contributor to this ball club over the course of the season. Trevor Steffen, a new name for Indians fans. He was a Rule 5 pick from the New York Yankees last December. That means he must stay with the big club or be offered back to New York. Well, in this spring, in six of his seven appearances, he has been lights out and on Saturday faced four hitters, struck them all out. He looked tough with a mid-90s fastball, at times quicker than that, nasty slider and uh, some good off-speed stuff too. Trevor Stephan, a former starter working out of the bullpen right now, reflects on what this spring has been for him. Uh, I mean, the process, I'm not too sure. Just, uh, I mean, every day I just try to come in here. Obviously, I got to make the team. So I've just been, you know, trying to pitch well, showcase what I can do for the uh, club and just take it day by day. Does it feel though like a like a month long audition almost? Uh, a little bit, not too bad. I'm, I feel pretty comfortable here. The, the clubhouse is great. The guys are great, and you know it's been a good fit. What about pitching and relief? Just what what's been what have been the differences so far? Uh, honestly, I like it more. It's something I did in college, junior college, a little bit, and then uh, got stretched out as a starter in uh, my junior year, and then through the first few years of pro ball. So I kind of. I've been enjoying going back to the pen. I feel like that's kind of where my strength is, and, you know, it's been a good fit. Crazy. I don't know. Everyone keeps different. Yeah. Feel like your velocity has played up more in that role? Yeah, it definitely has. Uh, that's just some stuff I worked on this offseason, and, you know, I'm going to continue to keep staying on top of, fixing things based on – I mean, I had a bunch of downtime in uh, 2020 and uh, just attack different areas in my game and try to, you know, just – complete the picture to come out here and try to make a roster. When the Indians, uh, you know, drafted you in the rule five, was that a good thing or a bad thing? When in your mind, leaving the Yankees or going, you know, coming, coming to, to Cleveland? I mean, anytime you get an opportunity to pitch in the big leagues, that's a, that's a good thing. So, you know, it's an awesome opportunity and, you know, I'm just trying to make the most of it. When you say you're trying to take it day by day, but it's sort of like a month long audition, is it difficult to maybe not pressure yourself too much in this type of a situation? Uh, I mean, there's some pressure, but not, I haven't really felt an overwhelming amount, I guess, you know, I just feel like I took care of the things I needed to take care of and really the off season and then come in here and just try to do my thing, put it all together for the team. What's one thing in particular you focused on during that downtime that you referenced during that off team uh well I've yeah. got some back issues in uh 19 that I feel like hindered my entire delivery I honestly I worked with uh the TPI team back in Houston uh they had a great team that's helped me get to where I am and it's been great have you heard from any of your uh, former Yankee teammates or New York teammates you think they want you back <laughs> I'm not sure man uh, I talked to my friends. I got some friends over there doing pretty well. I got some other other teammate in a Rule Five situation over with the Red Sox. It's doing pretty good. We traded a couple texts here and there, but uh, you know who's that with the Red Sox? Uh, Whitlock, Garrett Whitlock. Oh, okay. Did you when you go into a Rule Five draft? Like, are you thinking? Are you even paying attention to it? Like that morning that it's happening? Yeah, I, I mean, I talked to my agent. I knew. Uh, I had a chance. It's kind of just a crapshoot. You can't really hear from teams or anything. Uh, 
So you just kind of obviously I got left unprotected by the Yankees. Uh, I was hoping to get protected there. They left me off the roster. And then obviously the next step is just hoping you get rule five so you get a chance to pitch in the big leagues. It's a dream. So it was a cool opportunity. So where were you, did you watch it or pay follow it on online or something? Uh, I was actually I was working out with some friends at training and then uh, we knew at what time it started and stuff. But I think it was weird this year because I think it was like a Zoom or something. So I just kind of I found out just kind of same time everybody else did. It was a cool moment. And piecing it all together on the day over in Glendale, Tribe Manager Terry Francona. Hey, Tito, uh, what did you think of Quantrill? You know, it's first inning, he started out, first two hitters, you know, looked really strong. I think it was seven pitches and got two quick outs. Then he got a little careful with Abreu, and then things kind of got out of control from there. A couple deep counts, you know, an early you know, the, the home run, um, you know, he, he's still learning how to pitch with kind of his new repertoire. And, and I know he's frustrated, but again, I'm going to fall back on again. There's going to the button's going to, you know, it'll get turned on and this will be a distant memory, but it's hard for him now. He's a little frustrated. Saw Freeman get hit. Is he okay? He came out of the game. He's okay. He got hit in the forearm, but he's okay. And uh, uh, Stefan, uh, I mean, you wanted him to go extra, you know, one plus. He did it. He did it the right way, right? He did really well. He threw the ball really well. Um, that was varying. Again, he's been encouraging since the day we've seen him. But today was another step, and he did well. Sorry, Wayne. It was a nice to see uh, Loop Low get back in the lineup today. Yeah, and I actually thought he swung the bat pretty good. I mean, he. Get that one ball that was probably borderline home run off a guy throwing about 98, 99. And, and just the fact that he looked healthy and he's taken some pretty good swings, that was really encouraging. You get a chance to use Sandlin just the way you wanted to, right? I mean, what do you yeah. think of him pitching out of that jam? Well, again, he got himself into it, but he got himself out of it. Um, his stuff is really good. You know, again, he needs, you know, the more reps he gets, the better he's going to be. With uh, Cesar Hernandez, I mean, it looks like he's he picked up right where he left off last year. Well, again, you you're, you know, with him, he, he played back to back today, and he's going to play the next couple of days. So you'll start to see those guys get better timing as they start to play more. I mean, there's a reason we don't do it early on, but you'll start to see those guys swing about better. That's Tribe Manager Terry Francona. On our next episode of the Rosie Report Spring Training Edition, we'll get back to our one-on-one -on -one interviews. We'll hear from Josh Naylor, so be on the lookout for that as we'll recap Sunday's action in Goodyear when the Indians welcome in the Texas Rangers. As always, thanks to Bart Swain, Courtberry Trip, Austin Contrulis from Indians PR for helping us with our interviews and sound all spring long. We're getting down there now, about a week to go in spring training, a little bit more than that, but not much as uh, the Indians prepare for the season opener on April the 1st in Detroit. Thanks again for listening to the Rosie Report. I'm Jim Rosenhouse. This has been the Rosie Report. 